Welcome to the Bluff Podcast, where you get the bottom line up front and we won't waste your time. Hello and welcome back to the Bluff Line. Again, I am your host, Command Sergeant Major Juan Jimenez, and I am glad to be back with you live, bringing you some more, more information, bringing you some special guests onto the show today. And I'd really like to talk to you guys today about National Hispanic Heritage Month. Again, bienvenidos a todos. Me da mucho gusto uh, que están escuchando con nosotros ahora uh, en el día de or la Hispanic Heritage Month uh, celebration. So thank you guys for listening in. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll get started on the show. Again, we have two special guests. Uh, but before I get started, a little bit of information about the Hispanic Heritage Month that we got going for you guys today. It is a period from September 15th to October 15th in the United States for recognizing the contributions and influence of the Hispanic Americans to the history, culture, and achievements of the United States. The observation started in 1968 as Hispanic Heritage Week under President Lyndon Johnson and was expanded by President Ronald Reagan in 1988 to cover a 30-day period starting on September 15th and ending on October 15th. So this show is gonna go live during that time frame, and I wanna uh, just tell all our listeners, thank you for tuning in. And by all means, if you want anybody to be on this show and get interviewed or want some specific information, reach out to me. Like I've put out before, my email and my phone numbers are out there. Reach out to me so we can get you the latest people or get you that information that you may be looking for. This year's theme for Hispanic Heritage Month is Esperanza, a celebration of Hispanic heritage and hope. And today I got two special guests. And before I hand the mic over to them, I just kind of want to do a quick uh, introduction to them. But some special guests in, in our local community area and also a local non-commissioned officer on Redstone Arsenal. So my first guest is going to be Marcos Almonte Perez. He is the president of Ibana here in our local area of Huntsville and Decatur area. So uh, without further ado, uh, I'll pass the mic over to Marcos so he can do a little introduction. So with that, Marcos. All right. Thank you, uh, Command Sergeant Major Jimenez, for the opportunity to be here today. And as we celebrate the Hispanic uh, Heritage Month, it's it's an honor for me to, to be here and, and to share about myself. So I'm Puerto Rican. I was born in, in Puerto Rico. Uh, my mom's Puerto Rican. My dad is Dominican. And so I usually say I'm Puerto Rican Dominican. As you mentioned in the intro, my name is Marcos Almonte Perez. And as many Latinos know, we have sometimes two last names or three or four, depending on who you're talking to. But I was born in Puerto Rico and raised in the New England area uh, where my dad uh, was a uh, evangelical minister and a leader in the, the community there. And so I grew up wanting to always be in leadership and in service of people in the community. Uh, so that's kind of my roots. I currently am a, a leadership coach and facilitator with Eagle Consulting here in North Alabama. And we are trying to share some of the leadership skills with the community, especially through Ibana, which uh, stands for Hispanic Business Alliance of North Alabama. So we cover all of North Alabama and we're trying to connect business leaders and entrepreneurs 
entrepreneurs and provide them with leadership skills and business development so they can continue to grow their enterprises, but also to gain uh, other skills and start other people who want to become entrepreneurs on their way to, to being successful. So that's a little bit about me and thank you for the opportunity. Hey, thank you, Marcos. And uh, again, normally we have one special guest, but today's show we're able to get uh, two special guests. And what I like to do is hand it over to Sergeant Maria Reyes from MISIC. And before I hand her the mic, I, I just want to put out that uh, she was at a promotion board this morning and is now promotable. So outstanding <laughs> job for that. Congratulations <laughs> to her. And then she went ahead and said, hey, look, I'll come on to the show and talk to you guys during uh, National Hispanic Heritage Month. So thank you for uh, coming on to the show, taking some time too. I know we're always all busy, but uh, thank you guys for coming and, and carving out some time to be on this show. Uh, again, it's it's the bluff line. It's the bottom line up front. We just bring you some information for you all to reach out. Sergeant Reyes, over to you. All righty. Thank you, Sergeant Major. Um, yeah, like he said, like today, I was not anticipating on being here, but thank you for the opportunity to be on here. It's my first ever podcast. But a little bit about myself is, like he said, I am uh, working right now as ammunition uh, sergeant for MISIC, which is Missile and Space Intelligence Center. Um, I joined the Army back in 2015. I'm from Grand Prairie, Texas, which is right outside Dallas, Texas. And yeah, I, I saw how hardworking my family was. They were always, you know, working paycheck to paycheck. And I wanted to see the world. I wanted to serve my country. I wanted, I knew there was so much more to life than just staying in Texas as much as I love Texas. But I decided to take that that honor of serving this country and it has brought me here to Alabama. My family is from Mexico. I'm a first generation. And yeah, like I said, I've, I've seen them struggling, but they made it. They This was their dream was to come to America and I'm super proud of being Mexican. I always see like the, you know, the and like mariachis and they're just like I don't know that right raises my heartbeat like oh, I'm so proud of that it's so beautiful thank you so much Sergeant Major for giving me the opportunity that's awesome and I, again thank you for coming to the show and you know I can really relate to you because uh, one I'm from Texas myself I was born and raised in El Paso Texas second generation uh, my grandparents migrated from Chihuahua Mexico and ended up building there in El Paso Texas and my parents you know born and raised in El Paso grew up both of them were uh, were teachers in the school systems, uh, teaching high school and middle school. So, you know, they, they really instilled a lot of values in me and, and those real cultural values of, you know, religion and music and food. I mean, it's it's such a tradition. And, and what's good is we get an opportunity to uh, kind of celebrate that. And there's so many different diversities in just the Hispanic heritage, right? I mean, you got Marcos from Puerto Rico and, uh, and you from, you know, the lower Texas, but still of Mexican descent like myself. And there's so many uh, things that we can talk about. It really gives a chance to recognize the stories, the contributions, achievements, and, uh, and uh, live through the experiences of the Hispanic heritage across the United States. So it is great to be able to share that. Uh, I think it's important that uh, we talk about diversity and we're able to express that and, and talk about our heritage. So uh, it really gets down to the roots and things. And what I'd like to do is give you guys the opportunity to talk about a little bit more about your roots and, uh, you know, some of the uh, cultural things that kind of influenced you guys. And, uh, I mean, I'll go over to Marcos and, and see what you got. 
Yeah, no, thank you again. So, like I said, I'm um, Puerto Rican and Dominican, uh, but uh, through the work that my dad has done for his entire career and working in the community, I was able to be exposed to all kinds of people, like you said, from all over Latin America. And in America, in the United States, historically, we looked at Latinos kind of in different pockets. Uh, so we would think of Mexican origin being Texas, uh, Southwest, California, uh, Puerto Ricans being in the Northeast, like New York, West Side Story, you know, 1970s, and then Cubans down in Miami area, uh, Little Havana. Uh, but over the years, we saw just a migration of all kinds of people, Dominicans to the Rhode Island, New England area, and Venezuelans coming over and all different races. So for me, I had a, a good mix of that uh, in terms of my friends and the people we interacted with. I did spend uh, six years in South America living in Bolivia. So I got to experience that culture and just to see how broad the Latino culture is. Even thinking about language, there's some words that they use in Bolivia that are different than in Mexico and in Puerto Rico. So uh, we're not a monolith. I think that's been a lot in the news over the last couple of years that Latinos are not a monolith, right. uh, religiously, politically. So my direct background is all Puerto Rican, Dominican, but I've been influenced by all the different cultures to the point that cuando hablo en español, um, people are like, wait, what accent is that? They can't really pinpoint if I'm Puerto Rican or Dominican or where I'm from because of the multicultural influence of all the different Hispanic backgrounds. I, I totally agree with you because, you know, growing up, and Spanish being uh, my first language till I started kindergarten. Mm -hmm. my, my parents really made it a big point for me to learn proper English mm -hmm. and, and worked on it, even though I had an accent way back then, but I think I've worked on it. But mm -hmm. even then, you know, joining the army and being exposed to the different uh, dialects of, uh, of Spanish has changed my dialect mm -hmm. too as well. So when I get back home, sometimes I'll, I'll talk Spanish with my family or my friend. And they're like, you don't talk the same anymore. <laughs> so, it, you know, you start to pick up different dialects from different people and but you know it's it's wonderful to be able to to, to go and uh and still uh be able to use that language and you don't totally forget it oh um, yeah for yeah. sure i would tell you that i, I you know I'll, I'll pass it over to you sir andres and, and see what you think on, on some of the things we've been dialoguing with and see what from your perspective uh what your thoughts are Oh, yeah. Um, well, yeah, joining the Army, like you said, like we see all the different types of um, Hispanics, like not just, yeah, I'm from Texas, so all you see is Mexican. That's all you ever hear. And, um, yeah, once you get into the Army, there's everybody, but you don't always get to work with just Hispanic. So that's such a great time whenever you get to work with another Hispanic and you get to like refresh that Spanish because I could say like my mom only speaks Spanish. So mm -hmm. if I want to communicate with her, mm -hmm. then just Spanish. And so I just love working with Hispanics whenever I get to, you know, refresh that Spanish because it is a lot like you can forget it like in just those times that that you haven't and it's, it could be like a month and you're already like oh what is that word for como, como dices esto? Mm -hmm. or like yeah but yeah no most definite and uh, you know as we as we go and even you know talking about the, the different uh, music that's out there the different foods that's out there 
you know, you can say, well, you know, I want enchiladas or tacos or something, mm -hmm. and you'll have it a certain way in Texas, and then you get across the United States, and you go in there thinking you're going to taste what you tasted back home, and it's totally different, you know what I mean? Even to the point of, you know, trying Puerto Rican food, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, totally different, but so good in, in its way. I mean, there's so many things that you can talk about, uh, especially during the Hispanic Heritage Month. And really what I'd like to kind of tip off to you guys and, and ask you guys is what inspires you to to do and to continue to, to, to kind of dialogue uh, on Hispanic Heritage Month when it comes up or, you know, if someone was to ask about what, like, what is Hispanic Heritage Month? You know, a lot of people don't know that we do celebrate that mm -hmm. sometimes yeah. and other diverse cultures, you know what I mean? Unless you've been in the army or been exposed to some of it, sometimes don't, uh, people don't know that there's observances for mm -hmm. different cultures and different uh, heritages that are out there. And what, what, what inspires you to continue to talk about it? Mm. What do you think, Marcos? Mm. Yeah, no, I think it's like you pointed out in the history, it started with just one week and then Reagan extended it to, to a month. I appreciate that. That's in line with like Black History Month in, in February. And for me, it's important because it gives us the opportunity to highlight the impact that Hispanics, Latinos have made to America. And uh, especially when you think about, I was watching a documentary recently of the Hispanic heritage in Florida. You know, we oftentimes think of uh, the pilgrims in the Northeast, but they were Spaniards down in Florida before the pilgrims were in the Northeast. So it, there's a, a lot of contributions. You think of California, I mean, there are churches dating back to the 1500s, mm -hmm. you know? So it gives us the opportunity to look back at that history look where we've come, um, but also to remind us of the challenges that we have. So every year we can kind of keep ourselves as a community accountable to say, okay, what are we still trying to achieve? You know, what else do we need to do? And so to pause for a month and, and do that, I think is why I continue to talk about it and celebrate it when this time of year comes around. No, you're right. And Sandra, I'll give you an opportunity to, to chime in too as well. But it, it really gives us opportunity to reflect, right? Mm -hmm. Reflect. And sometimes I think we can get lost mm -hmm. in, in, in our day-to-day -day mm -hmm. uh, jobs and our interactions. And, you know, we're, we're so busy and it kind of allows us, you know, this month to kind of reflect on the challenges and struggles that, you know, our ancestors faced to get us or give me and all of us that uh, that are here today that that opportunity to mm -hmm. to flourish like we have and you know I, I really want to give thanks to my grandparents and my parents mm -hmm. who've worked you know so hard like San Reyes explained uh, you know day in and day out just in the grind trying to to better the future of you know that family line or the future of you know Hispanos or Latinos mm -hmm. um, that that is, to me, is, is pretty grand to, to be able to reflect back on some of that. I mean, uh, Sandres, you got any thought on, on some of that? Yeah, like you were saying about how we get lost in our day to day, and especially with the with COVID around, like you don't get to hear or see, and with everybody being still quarantined, just like whenever I said like the ballet folklorico and the mariachis, like I saw that on on Facebook, and that just like. Like, I forget, like, I forget that I'm Hispanic sometimes because like in the army, you're taught to just you're all the same. You're all the same person. Like and my, I feel like a lot of people, if that's where a lot of discrimination comes, is that they do point out these differences in cultures and stuff. But 
what we should do as Americans. Like America is all a melting pot. It's all, you know, we're all immigrants here. But, you know, celebrate our heritage, mm-hmm. you know, with the food. Like I get excited for Taco Tuesdays. Like I, yeah. I love and then uh, not those, you know, Taco Bell. I like that. Right. The they street tacos. Yeah. yeah. Now, I'll tell you that I get excited every time I get an opportunity to go home to El Paso, Texas, because you get to, you know, almost any station you're turning to, you're listening to some good Mexican music. Oh, There's yeah. good Mexican restaurants all around, you know, and it's just I to me, I think it just helps to give an understanding to everybody because, you know, we're not, we're talking about Hispanic heritage much, but there's so many other diversities that, that, you know, that are celebrated and they get the opportunity to talk about. And I think it's really just the opportunity to educate and continue Mm -hmm. to educate. Like you said, that, uh, you know, many of us just migrated here and we're able to build what we know as the United States and, and it's so diverse. And I think to continue to talk about it and educate people like, uh, how proud we are of our heritage, how proud other people are of their heritage. It's, it's, it's a diverse understanding of how great this, uh, this nation is, you know. Mm. And, you know, there's, and it celebrates, you know, five Latin American countries. We're talking about Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, uh, Nicaragua, you know, it, with Mexico and Chile. So this whole celebration between the 15th of September and 15 October, it, it allows for all those heritages to kind of give opportunity to talk, you know. Mm-hmm. And I would tell you what makes it special for me, it's because the DSC says the September is when Mexico celebrates its Independence Day, mm-hmm. and it's also my birthday. So I always oh. say, hey, Mexico <laughs> celebrates my birthday with me, you know. So it's, it's pretty exciting on my birthday because it's a big celebration in Mexico. And I can tell you from my childhood years coming through, my parents really made a big party. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if it was much for me or if it was a celebration <laughs> yeah. uh, for Mexican Heritage Month but or independence but uh yeah it's it's pretty special to be able to talk to uh you know our listening audience a little bit about the hispanic heritage month There's so many different heritage out there just in the latino uh, community and want to give you guys a little opportunity to kind of say anything you might want to say before we maybe close out or if there's something else on your mind that you'd like to dialogue on by all means uh and if not we'll uh we'll close it on out uh over to you marcos yeah, no, I, I think there's a lot that, that can be said. Um, one of my biggest things that we talked about, I think in the intro, the celebration of the heritage and, and hope. Uh, so I'm always forward looking, right? So uh, we can look at the past and celebrate kind of, again, like I said, where we've come from, um, but where are we going? And when you look at the the growth in American population, this last census showed that uh, Hispanics, Latinos continue to grow, right, all over the country. And one of the things that we've seen, which is, which is unique to the Latino community, is that you can go to any state, literally any state, you can go in the middle of nowhere Wyoming and find Latinos, right? right. Um, because we are very resourceful. We, we learn quick. We work hard. And what happens is Latino families typically, on average, have more children per family than other families. So what we're seeing, and here in Alabama specifically where we are, is that there's a, a lot of schools where the majority of the population are Latino kids. So the population is 6% of the overall population, but in the schools it's 50 to 60%. The reason I bring that up, maybe as towards closing here, is that we're building for the future. And the kids who are eight years old today, 
right, in, in all these schools, they're going to be 18 years old. And they're going to be in that choice to what, like Sergeant Ray is where you were at, whereas what am I going to do in my life? Mm-hmm. You know, do I serve my country? Do I leave this state? And we want to, my goal, my mission is to encourage these young minds to expand. Like we've all had the opportunity and say, you know what, there's a lot more than just going to school, getting a job and surviving. Uh, as Latinos, as Hispanic families and people, I hope that my hope and the question about hope is that we can we can move beyond survival in the day to day to thriving, to having careers like you, Sergeant Command Sergeant Major, and where you've come in your career and, and where you're at. I want kids to see that and like, wow, I can be a Sergeant Major mm-hmm. in the Army, right? Mm-hmm. You know, or I can be a leadership coach uh, like Marcos or I can be, you know, Sergeant like Sergeant Reyes and go to a promotional board and and pass. Mm -hmm. Right. I want kids to aspire to greater things. And I think this uh, gives this month gives us the opportunity to bring that message uh, close to home. No, you're absolutely right. And, you know, as you were talking about, you know, building for that future, it kind of reminded me of, of phases and stages that we're going through, because, you know, at some point in time, my parents and probably your parents were might have been thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I got children now. How do I get them to be better than I was? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I, I feel like that torch is finally being passed to us. Mm-hmm. You know, the parent, our parents have tap, passed that torch to us to continue to lead that. And when, uh, you know, my children grow up, I want to be able to pass that torch and, and hopefully they continue to push forward and say, you know, and, and maybe they're on a podcast talking about yeah. uh, Hispanic Heritage Month or they're out there being a leadership coach or, or being a, you know, a future uh, leader in the United States Army or finishing their degrees and, uh, you know, all that stuff. I want them to flourish and be successful more than I could ever be. And, and I think, uh, you know, our parents did that for us and I want to do that for that next generation. So it really spurs up. And, you know, I want to, you know, uh, let San Reyes kind of say, what does it feel like to be handed that torch to lead that next future generation uh, from your parents, you know? Yeah, it's 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 very like heartwarming and stuff because they, because they fought and they did all of that for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I have to, you know, keep moving forward. Like what's next that's going to be best for me? Because I they set that up for me mm-hmm. and like I can't let them down. Like that's that's. Yeah, I can't I can't let my family down. No, and I think we're kind of tuned. We got so much pride and we got so much, you know, love and energy for bettering ourselves and bettering our, our, our culture and, you know, continue to push forward. I, I think it's 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 good to, to see just this group here, us three talking about. It. And I'm sure there's many out there that are feeling kind of the same way. It's like, you know what? I've been handed that torch to to take you know, my next generation to the next level or the future generation to the next level. Sometimes it is a big rucksack to carry on your shoulders, <laughs> but, you know, don't don't feel like you're going at it alone. You know, we're all talking about it. And I'm glad the, uh, I was able to, to have the opportunity to to bring Marcos onto the show and San Reyes onto the show. Any uh, last closing uh, remarks, San Reyes, to, before we close out? I just want to say gracias por tenerme aquí. Like, yeah, just thank you for pulling me out here and was not expecting it, but I really appreciate uh, to have the opportunity and to talk about Hispanic heritage as a Hispanic uh, woman in the, mm-hmm. the armed forces. Thank you, San Reyes. Uh, 
Anything else, uh, Sar Marco or Mar Mr. Marcos? Are you good? No, not Sergeant yet. All right. No, gracias por la oportunidad de compartir hoy y estar con ustedes. And I hope that we can do it again. Yeah, most definite. And as we close out again, I just want to say thank you to our listeners out there for tuning in to the Bluff Line, the bottom line up front. By all means, we want to continue to bring you different episodes with uh, different topics and different uh, people. Thank you for tuning in for this Hispanic Heritage Podcast episode. Muchas gracias a toda mi gente, a todos que están escuchando ahora. Me da mucho gusto y gracias. Y ahí hablamos otra vez. This is our Major Jimenez signing off. Thank you.